Happy St. Patrick's Day and welcome to the Fit Girl Boss Podcast. My name is Robin. And I'm Michelle. And the FGB Podcast is all about highlighting some pretty badass, amazing women who are CEOs, business owners, founders, whether of a small business or a big corporation, but also prioritize their fitness, nutrition, and overall health. We'll be talking about how we can marry a busy lifestyle and a healthy lifestyle together to achieve anything. And also the importance of how taking care of yourself physically and mentally through nutrition can have a positive effect on the bottom line of your business. This podcast is brought to you by Bodzi, an online nutrition and lifestyle coaching company dedicated to helping female entrepreneurs heighten their health and fitness levels all while running a business. You can visit us at www.bodzi.com. Cool. So today our guest is Alyssa Lancia. And in full disclosure, I came across her in a street parking uh, Facebook page. So street parking, for those of you who don't know, is an online daily fitness programming uh, company founded by a husband and wife who have many years of CrossFit experience. Um, but anyways, Alyssa's post was something like, is there anyone on Clubhouse we should connect on there? So I'm on Clubhouse and I'm always trying to expand my network. So I was like, sure. I looked up Alyssa's bio and it was basically a checklist of awesome things. So she has CrossFit lover, check, Mm -hmm. red wine all the way, Mm -hmm. star, asterisk, double check, foodie, check. I believe she is paleo. Okay. Um, Small business female owner. Okay. Okay. Awesome. And dog mom check. And she's a soon to be mom this coming July. So of course I had to reach out to her because she seems super solid. I didn't know that she was pregnant. Yeah. I, well, I've never met her. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) like we've just chatted. Yeah. We will today. We've just chatted, uh, through Instagram actually. Um, cause after I, found her on clubhouse. I looked her up on Instagram. Mm -hmm. So, um, not to mention, but, uh, the small business she owns is called darling donuts and who doesn't love donuts. It's one of my three top foods. Love a good donut. Um, and it's located in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, which is just, uh, outside of where I live. So, should let's, should we beat her let's, let's bring, bring her in. in hello hi Lisa. hello hi how are you i'm good how are you doing good okay sorry i look like crap i didn't have time to get ready listen <laughs> listen here <laughs> like my hair is tightly tied back because i just blowed it out and it's like boom <laughs> yeah how you going? just have cool glasses so it's all good oh well thanks <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Did you have some St. Patrick's day orders to get out today? Yeah, it was funny. So I did some this morning, like right before I did start work, work, my (laughs) job. So I'm like doing that in the morning. And then I have my laptop there and like taking emails and stuff. It's my life. I try to multitask everything. Busy girl. Well, um, (laughs) Alyssa, like the structure of our podcast, I mean, we've already done a little bit of an intro to you and we've kind of just you know, said that we're just going to bring you on and kind of just start chatting. And that's just, it's a really kind of relaxed conversation. We're already recording. Um, we have a little bit of like, you know, just questions for you to kind of gear the, the conversation, but, um, you know, we always kind of go with the flow. Um, but I feel like even just what you're 
talking about right now is a great way to kind of kick things off because uh, Michelle was sort of bringing me up to date on what you have going on in your life. Um, you have the donut shop, you have another job um, <laughs> you're expecting as well. So, I mean, is that it? <laughs> well, Robin, like you're making yeah, me sound like a complete stalker right now too. Because I mean, like all, all of this, all of this information that I've found out has been through like, I was saying earlier in your intro, you're street poking, street poking, that'd be awkward, but your street parking post (laughs) is um, to go on Clubhouse. And then I went to Clubhouse. I looked up your bio and it was like CrossFit, paleo foodie, um, dog mom, soon to be mom. All the feats. All, yeah. So that's how I know all of this information about you. I'm yeah, not, but like, also, Michelle, you can't be ashamed that you're really good at your job. Yeah, it's okay. Well, you don't need to be embarrassed. I'm impressed. I, I, I'm, I'm not ashamed. I just like to preface it with the fact that, like, I promise I wasn't out in your bushes with like binoculars. Like, I'm that's just so like funny. an online FBI agent, as most like women and moms are. It's true. It's true. Oh my God. Like, I feel like that's just like, um, um, a hobby that all like a guilty hobby that all of us have is just stalking people and trying to figure out how much information we can get get from them. Oh yeah. I do it all the time. It's all good. (laughs) So, um, so what is, yeah. What does a typical day look like for you? Like what, what do you have going on? Oh God. Um, I don't even know where to start. So, um, I work full time in HR um, at a manufacturing company. So I've been there for a few years, like about three years now. And um, about two years ago, I started this mini donut company just out of the passion of loving to bake. I, I bake out of my house. Um, and then I saw that mini donuts are starting to become a craze in like my community. So I live in Binbrook in Hamilton. So um, I would post in Facebook groups. I would get some, uh, a lot of feedback and people would love it. So from that, I'm like, okay, maybe I should start my own business. And I came from a family that had their own business growing up. So worked at a banquet hall and for many years doing all sorts of jobs. Um, so this kind of just felt like the right avenue for me. So here I am working full-time in HR and I do the donut business on the weekends. So it's been so much fun. It's been super busy. Um, and then now kind of, I'm at a roadblock where the company I work for is going to close down. They're transferring to Mexico this summer and I'm, I'm expecting in July. So a lot going on, but now I got to think of what to do next. Should I take this side hustle and try to do full time? Um, should I try and find an HR job again after, but kind of doing this side business has made me realize how much I love being an entrepreneur, how being a boss doing my own thing. Um, so now it's just kind of about how to bring the side business to a full-time gig now. Yeah. And did you expect it to kind of take off like this? Because, you know, in my, in my research, we'll call it, um, in my research, (laughs) I also noticed like you have a lot of media attention, um, whether it's just, just like local newspapers, like the spectator and, and things like that. But it seems like you kind of like blew up a bit were you expecting that oh god no so like <laughs> heard of this I was like okay this is just for fun like whatever like just for family and friends and then I found through word of mouth like I go to a gym and you know I would bring the donuts there and bring them to my full-time job so I had another a lot of other connections 
but it was really through COVID where it blew up. So when COVID started, um, a lot of people, especially in Hamilton, are all about uh, supporting local, supporting food businesses. And um, I would have like random new customers buying every week. So my biggest growth was definitely last year, which is so ironic for COVID, but um, any kind of bakery or food commodity has been a really um, hot area right now in Hamilton. That's so good to hear. Yeah. Yeah. I'm very grateful. Yeah. And how did you like talk, talk to me about how you started like the, like that very beginning of like deciding that you wanted to start this side hustle. And I like how, I mean, you call it a side hustle right now. I feel like it's full on business because of how it's doing. (laughs) Um, but in your terms, side hustle, like how did you, um, yeah. How did that come to come to life? Yeah. So it's funny. Um, I'm the kind of person that I don't really think about things. I just do it. I'm very impulsive. I'm just like, sounds like a good idea. Like, how do I do it? I just will buy things. Like it's good and it's bad sometimes. So when I moved out um, of my parents' house, my dad had this little donut maker. So I'm like, you don't need this. Like you just bought this thing on sale. He's Italian. He just like goals and buys whatever. So (laughs) (laughs) Um, it's okay. I'm Italian. I can say that. <laughs> and I started making, um, like I bake all the time. It was in university where I developed a gluten and dairy intolerance. So I started baking like gluten and dairy free stuff, paleo stuff, and got really into it. So when I moved out, um, I took that donut maker and I would always bake, like it would just be something to de-stress myself and everything. So up until it was like Thanksgiving before a wedding where I'm like, oh, let me try posting in a Facebook group and see how this goes. Like selling mini donuts. And like, it kind of blew up from there. People are all about like supporting other people in Binbrook and um, trying new things. Like it was a cool new trend. So that kind of took off from the Facebook group. And then I thought, oh, maybe I should try just making like an Instagram and Facebook and just see where it goes. Like I have all these pictures and what am I doing with it? So created the social media. And then from there, I would just, I would kind of learn as I go. Um, Sorry, my husband's making lunch. I'm blurry. Um, but, um, it was kind of just like, I would figure things out as I go. And I didn't really have, um, a strategy in place of what I was going to do, but I knew what I'd love to do. I knew I'd love to bake and I like to make people happy. And I, the mini donuts were really fun to do. So, um, I kept going with that social media. I kept posting pictures and captions and, um, making a lot of, uh, partnerships and collaborations with people locally. And I find from there, it kind of really grew and grew. Um, and that's really how the business kept started and has been keeping going and growing from it's there. It's that momentum. And I feel like that's yeah. a really good message in general for people who are maybe find themselves in your position where they love to do something, they want to make something of it, but they don't really know, like you have to take that attitude that you had where it's like, don't think, just do and do with what you have and, and work with what you have and just put it out there because people are going to respond to it. Um, and it's never going to be perfect. And you're going to have to learn as you go. I mean, like five, six, seven years into the business, you're going to be still learning and still growing. Um, and it's, it's nice for you that you kind of have that, like, instinctiveness of just doing things like you don't it's part of who you are um but people who maybe that doesn't come naturally they can really learn from a story like this right like okay I have to push myself to do something that's outside of my comfort zone and just start but that's kind of where it begins right yeah Yeah, it's so true I think people are worried about perfection and 
having a perfect Instagram before they start or having a perfect strategy strategy and idea. Like, yeah, I agree. Like things have to be kind of thought out. You can't just like with no thought, but at the same time, when you just get something out there, you can, you can make it up as you go along. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times, like in the beginning, my pictures were terrible. They were nothing amazing or like use my phone. I still do honestly, but I found from that, just getting in people's heads and the consistency of putting yourself out there is what makes a business grow. Right. So yeah. I, I have a lot of friends who have business ideas and they're already playing around with something. I'm like, just do it. Like you have nothing just to do lose. It. Just try it out see where it goes. Like make that Instagram start with a new photo. Yeah. 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 That's it's, actually it. Yeah. It's so funny. And then it's, it's so funny. Cause that's kind of how this podcast got started. Like Robin and I mentioned before, Robin one day was like, do you want to do a podcast? And I'm like, yeah, sure. And then the next day we like recorded it. We like, yeah. didn't think about it at all. Like didn't lose a wink of sleep. We just got up and we're like, okay, here we are. Let's just and do it. and just do it and I love that like attitude I love it it's really the only way that you can like it's the really the only way that you can tweak and adjust and edit and and just continue to be better is when you look back at what you've already done um and uh yeah I think that's that's so awesome and I know that you said that you may are you are thinking about making it like a full-time thing but right now so you're gonna have to kind of walk me through this what is like what do your weekends look like if you're just doing this on weekends? Are you baking all weekend? So basically what I do is during the week, I'll take like orders, inquiries, invoicing, all that sort of administrative stuff. And then when it comes to Friday to Sunday, like during the week, I'm buying all my ingredients, like on my lunch after work, um, whenever I have time. And then Friday, like we'll, we'll bake Friday night, Saturday morning and Sunday morning. So after work, I'll like rush home. (laughs) <laughs> it's not a great <laughs> now, but uh, I'll we'll do all the orders after work and then Saturday and Sunday morning we'll do we'll wake up at like 5 30 6 a.m we'll bake until about 11 30 and then everything is picked up by like 11 30 12 so we can enjoy the rest of our day okay yeah yeah and do you have for, a like yeah. do you have a storefront or do you or are they coming to your house and picking them up like <laughs> yeah right now it's all it's we're a home-based business that's so amazing it's like porch pickup. So I'm like, okay, come between 10 to 12. They come and then we can just enjoy the rest of the day. I love it. That's amazing. Yeah. Do so you, good. is that like in your vision in the future? Like, do you want to have a storefront? Do you want to be like, you know, a little bit more visible or? Totally. I think the only way to grow from here now is to get out of my house and either have like a ghost kitchen where like somewhere else I'm just baking out of or like a whole storefront where people come up. But I find it to be very successful to have pre-orders books. I already know what I'm getting into for the weekend. Right. Yeah. The, the thought scares me of like having a storefront, but not knowing like who's coming and how much you're making for the day. So, right. So yeah. people are putting in orders kind of like throughout the week. And then if they, do you have like a cutoff? I'm, I don't, I'm so int- intrigued by this. Do you have like a cutoff time? Like where it's like, Robin's get your like, side noting right now like (laughs) she's like I'll take uh your donut tower with (laughs) like so so do you have to do you have to get orders in by like Thursday at whatever six in order to get them that weekend or something like that like is that because I'm like I'm trying to figure out how you'd stay sane if you got an order in on like Friday evening when you're in the middle of baking and you're like shit 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 like now I have to add that in yeah it usually depends on the week so 
before COVID, I found that like people were booking for so many events, weddings and showers and stuff. So that stuff would be pre-booked like three to four weeks in advance. And I'm usually book up like a, a few weeks in advance. With COVID, it's more of like on the whim ordering. So I usually, it's not really a formal cutoff, but like Wednesday, Thursday, I'm like done taking orders. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. message me like Friday or the day of, I, I usually say like, hey guys, sorry, I just need a few days notice for this. So yeah, yeah. next time. Yeah. 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 That's good. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and okay. So I have to, I have to know your secret because clearly you have one <laughs> and you're holding out um, on the rest of us, but how do you prioritize your health and yeah. own a donut business? It's the, bur- it's the question on everyone's it's, mind. It's the question on everyone. <laughs> everyone needs to know. Like, so look at us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would literally um, be a thousand paper. pounds <laughs> and very diabetic. Honestly. Okay. So like <laughs> the fact for me, like gluten and dairy don't sit well with me really makes me not eat these donuts because <laughs> dying every day so they're not <laughs> so gluten-free you could get them gluten-free but like most people get like regular ones but then we also okay. do green vegan so that's so, the secret you actually can't eat them most, of, most he's not getting high off her own the- supply yeah <laughs> <laughs> um for me like ever since i was little like being active was so important in my life i was in sports um and always went to the gym and everything. Then like three years ago, got into CrossFit. Love that so much. And then COVID happened. So, you know, I started buying equipment. I'm like, okay, let's try this like gym garage thing, garage gym. And it ended up working really well for me and even better because I can prioritize, like I'll wake up at like 5.30, do the gym, my garage at 6 a.m., get that over with. And then, okay, I have the rest of the day to now do my HR, do donuts and everything else. So for me, it's like getting that fitness out of the way right in the morning helps me feel so mentally clear and stable that I'm ready to take on anything. Yeah. I'm noticing that's a trend with people who are as busy as you are, right? Get it out, <laughs> get it out of the way, like get up early, get it out of the way. Um, were you always a morning um, worker outer, or is that something <laughs> that you've adopted kind of the busier you got? Oh God, no, I, I've from a family that's all morning people. So like, okay. we would be lame growing up, go to bed at like nine 30, 10. Yeah. And then like ever since like I've been going to the gym, it's always been like a five 36 AM gym class start time. Gotcha. So going, even with COVID, I'm like, if I stop that, then it's going to ruin all my routine and everything. So I feel like you need to have like a solid morning routine and that's what jumpstarts your day. So totally awesome. So that garage. Yeah. What's got you started? So three years ago for CrossFit, what you got, you started at that. Um, I was, so we had moved out of, I I lived in Stony Creek and then I moved to Binbrook. So Binbrook, there was like not many gym options and stuff around. So, but there was a CrossFit gym and I had never done CrossFit before. And I had a friend there. So she encouraged me to join And then when I went, I was like, oh my God, this is awesome. Like, this is so different. I'm so used to good life. And I loved good life, but I kind of just did my own thing there and whatever. But CrossFit's so much more formal and you're kind of learning like lifting techniques and different movements and such a different type of work. So I fell in love with it. And then I guess when COVID hit, um, a lot of our gym members left and they did this thing called street parking. So I was intrigued by that. And then I joined street parking and it's been the best thing ever, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That having the community still there to like keep you accountable, right? 
Yeah, exactly. What gym did you go to? Was it, is it Alchemy or no, um, Outlaw CrossFit, North? Uh, CrossFit Battlefields. Oh, okay. Are they still open? Yeah, they're still open now. So yeah. there was a gym nearby. I forget the name, but the gym nearby closed down. So all of them okay. went to Battlefields. So they, they got, they gained a whole new uh, bunch of members from that. But I know there was a group that left prior to like with COVID happening and just kind of figured things out on their own. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's so sad seeing the gyms that shut down. Right. Um, but I'm, that's really cool. So now you said that you have a garage gym and you're just doing like your street parking stuff in your gym, in your garage. Yeah. Honestly, I thought it would be kind of boring and stuff, but I've got everything I need through the year. Um, with all my equipment and what keeps you motivated to be to work out alone because I know there's going to be a lot of people listening who are probably in the same situation as you and they're still maybe stuck at home their gyms are shut down like what is keeping you motivated um to do this by yourself you Um, just get you just do it eh (laughs) it's a great question so I remember reading a book once uh what's her name Jen Sincero like the the badass book and she had a thing in her book that said, when you wake up, don't contemplate things. Like, should I wake? Should I sleep in? Should I not sleep in? Just, just get up. Like, don't even ponder it for a second. The minute you start to think and ponder things, that's when your body goes into like excuse mode or trying to find another reason, way, a way out of it. So I'll wake up every morning and I'm like, no, I'm going to do it. Like it, there's no option for me not to do it. I'm just, I'm going to do it. So having that consistent routine of like, my alarm going off at 5.30 and I've decided for myself, like, I'm not going to snooze. Like, just jump out of bed and, and run to the bathroom. And like, that will just jumpstart my day for the, the rest of the day. Um, my husband also, like, he was part of a, like, a local gym and I've convinced him to do the street parking workouts with me every morning. So having him come too, it helps. But even if he doesn't come, I'm still there every morning. Because for me, it's routine and consistency. Like, and through street parking, I've found like, something is better than doing nothing. So at least just get up, go to the garage, like just give it what I can, even if I'm like doing some of it or like- Yeah, even if you mobilize for like 30 minutes, right? At least you're up and you're out of bed and you're moving. Yeah, yeah, it's, I like that kind of attitude. Don't, don't, don't put yourself in a position where you have to think about it. It's like standing at the top of a cliff and like the more that you think about it, the yeah. less chance you are going to jump, jump in the water, right? Like you can't, yeah. you can't rationalize yeah. yourself out of doing it. You just got to do it. Yeah, exactly. A common theme in our podcast and, and not on purpose, but kind of on purpose, but not really on purpose is Robin and I talk a lot about like the Mm non-negotiables and it, it seems like it's also becoming a common theme, um, with girl bosses or, you know, things, whatever we want to call them that, um, they really prioritize that working out schedule and just like getting up, doing it, and then afterwards, like your mind is like clear for the rest of the day. And it just gives you that little extra boost in the morning. So it sounds like, you know, hitting a street parking workout in your garage or, you know, any kind of workout every morning is like one of your non-negotiables. Yeah. A hundred percent. Like every week I strive to do like five to six workouts a week. So I know if by Friday I've hit my five workouts and I know I can rest Saturday and Sunday or Sunday, we'll do like a group, act, a group workout with some friends and go to the stairs or something. So 
that's always been, it, it depends like on the person. If you make it a priority in your life, you will find a way to get it done. But if you yeah. excuses, like, then I, I've seen so many people say like, oh, it's too cold outside to go for a walk. Or like, you, you see so many things and it kills me because it's like, okay, it's too cold. We'll bundle up, like bundle the hell up and get outside for 10 minutes or something. Just do something. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We live in Canada. We knew it was coming. <laughs> yeah. <We knew. laughs> Honestly. Buy a toque. There Buy a toque and slap it on. Like there are people I see on social media who are like in Texas and they like are purchasing like treadmills just so they don't have to go outside and walk because it's too cold. Or Texas, man. They oh or te- Texas has just been getting Come shit on. on the past couple months. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> do you find that your um so this routine that you speak of, this like really um like valuable routine that you have in the morning, do you find that it has like a direct positive impact to your work? So whether it's like your own business or whether it's your other job in HR right now, and if so, what is that impact? Oh God, I cannot stress enough. Like how good of a feeling just the endorphins after we do the workout, we'll make it a point to like do the workout in the garage and then immediately take our dog for a walk outside. So we, we get the workout done, then we're getting outdoors time, see the sun or before the sun even comes out and just being outside. So I come back and we'll usually shower, even though I didn't shower today, but um, shower and get ready for the day. So having that routine <laughs> of like doing the gym in the morning and then showering right after and getting ready for your day is that whole mindset of like, okay, you're showered, you're in good clothes. Most times I put on makeup and then I, I'm ready. Like you have to feel, you have to not look good to feel good, but like be wearing the right things, be like, if you feel good, you'll, you'll want to do better, I think. Right. But I think it's a totally valid statement. If you, if you, you look, you look good, you feel good. Yeah. And like, it's like you, yeah. we had a conversation. This reminds me of our first, um, first guest on our podcast, Jaylene. And she, um, she works in a beauty cosmetic clinic. She owns one. And she's like, honestly, I'm nicer to people when I've done my hair and I've done my makeup and I've dressed up. Like I'm just in a better mood. I'm nicer to the cashier at the grocery store. I'm nicer to the people walking down the street. I'm nicer to myself Mm -hmm. as a human being. And just because I put in that effort at the beginning of the day (laughs) and I'm like, I totally get that because when you look and just, when you look like you just crawled out of bed, you feel like you just crawled out of bed and that reflects in kind of everything else that you've done. Yeah. It's so true. It's like, when I come home from work, um, I, I'll keep my makeup on until I go to bed. It's just like having that good feeling of like, oh, I look like I, I went to work and I feel good. So yeah. then I hold off until going to bed when I take my makeup off. But I don't know. Maybe that's a laziness thing too. So no. Um, <laughs> are you in your full-time job? Are you working from home right now? So I alternate days because I'm in HR. I mean, another girl will alternate. We'll go, I'll go in one day, stay home the next day, go in the net and then go in an alternate day. So, so on the, sorry, yeah. sorry. I was just, I was just going to ask if the days that you're working from home, do you also go through that exact same routine, even though you're not leaving the house? hundred percent. Most times in the morning, this morning to do donuts, which is never a thing on a weekday, but um, I will always, will always go to the gym, same time, go to the garage, take the dog for a walk. And then immediately shower after that because because I shower and then I feel good, put on nice clothes, clean clothes. I'm ready to start the day. So regardless of like I, I'm leaving the house, it's just yeah. not a when I leave the house because then I can run errands. I see people. Um, 
So it's nice having that mix of like working from home and going to the office to maintain some. Yeah. I think the big take home message for this episode is just like routine wins, (laughs) like routine, like keeping yourself accountable to that good routine and establishing one. Yeah. Yeah. I think we've got a couple good themes here is like one routine two is just go after something if you want it. Mm -hmm. Right. Just throw yourself into it too and um work out the details as work you out the details later yeah so <laughs> what is um I mean I know that there's a lot of unknowns for you in your future but what what's next for for you what is your like blue sky goal with your business um I would like to keep building it up while I'm on mat leave I, I've never had a kid so I don't know if it's doable to like um just kind of keep like I'll obviously take like a short break like a month or two or whatever but then like see how I can keep growing the business in the, in my house, but then maybe, you know, start looking at getting another kitchen elsewhere, or I don't know, getting a trailer, a donut trailer or something, just something to show more. Get a donut trailer. (laughs) I love Alyssa. I love your attitude so much because the way that that just rolled off your tongue, I've never had a kid, but like, you know, I think, and it was just so nonchalant and it literally is like that like to you what you said before to a t like i'm literally just gonna figure it out as i go i'm gonna pop out yeah. this kid and then i'm just gonna keep going and figure it out <laughs> it that's sad. all we can do in life though like yeah. i've yeah. seen so many people stress for the future and like yeah the future is stressful for everyone with especially with covid you never know what's gonna happen with your job or like anything really so the best thing to do is just have kind of a positive mindset and kind of think of like the, the possibilities and the opportunities that you can make for yourself. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. so great. Think of the possibilities. And yeah. I've known you for like 25 minutes, but like <laughs> I, <laughs> um, I can say that you're going to be an awesome mom for sure. Oh, and yeah. then in terms oh. of you, and then in terms of your business, you know, you mentioned something at the beginning of it where you, you said it was somewhat like therapeutic for you. So hopefully, you know, on your mat leave, you know, this gives you something that is yours and yours Mm -hmm. only. Um, And I'm sure that, you know, that positivity will help just thrive your business. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Thank you. And then hopefully we're going to like start opening up. There's going to like be weddings again. There's going to be totally. Yeah. I don't know, whatever. I was looking well, at those donut towers. I, like, I was oh literally gosh. just going to say, I was like, my where, 30th, what kind of party can I throw to have a donut? birthday party? Yeah, there 100%. you go. I want donuts. 30 donuts for my 30th birthday. Donuts for yes. everybody. Um, yeah. I am, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say like a big part of this too, like having a child and stuff like excites me, but all, all of these scares me. But the biggest thing for me is like not losing that sense of um, individuality and just kind of um, still maintaining myself and being able to do what I love. I, I've seen a lot of people, like I know a baby changes your life and that's amazing. And it changes in the best way possible. But I really want to make sure I maintain that focus on the business, how I can grow it while incorporating a child into it. So that's yeah. a for me too we're gonna have to have you back on the podcast in like (laughs) you know six seven eight months and just see like okay now what 
now like now what are you doing how are you handling yeah. it you're still getting up you okay? you're not, yeah yeah still yeah. getting up at 5 a.m and working out you're like i i have no doubt that you're gonna be like yeah actually i'm, I'm now i'm working out at 4 30 um yes. and I, <laughs> I only have one little guy he's six now um and i'm not gonna give out any parenting advice but what i can say is that you are already set up with success by you have two outlets that are your own with the cooking and like with the mm-hmm. baking and then the workouts most people mm-hmm. go into mat leaves with like zero hobbies or zero interests like you're set up like you're just gonna yeah. be like okay now yeah, I've got <laughs> let's go let's do this yeah that's yeah. so good so Alyssa where can pe- oh no we need to before I ask our last question we need to add and this is gonna be funny because if you say donuts to this question this is gonna be she's got no she's got the gluten it's gonna be like oh, something yeah, that's paleo right. okay so we ask everybody <laughs> our uh at the end of our podcast what would your what would your last ever meal be oh that's a good one um we are huge okay this is so um like it's called ironic but pizza like okay gluten doesn't sit well with me but i'll make room for pizza like yes it's your last one so it doesn't yes. matter what happens at, after yeah. that yeah. yeah that's true i'll be dead after if that, the pizza so. kills you so be it yeah <laughs> yeah 100% pizza. We're like huge pizza people. We bought this pizza oven in the summer and like that's all we do. Like we make pizzas every week. So. It's your second guess that we went down the pizza oven route. Yeah. <laughs> Did Michelle needs to send you the pizza oven that we've been got like just googling I, over. It's on the vision board. Like we're going Oh no pizza. way. Oh. Uh, there's this it's called an uni. Have you heard of it? Yeah. Yeah, that's what we have. No, you have one? It's a life no. changer. We bought it like the beginning of COVID because we're like, well, what are we going to do all summer? Can make pizza. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No. Yeah. You, we you have an it. uni. Michelle, and you need it. You have an uni and you make donuts. Like, I for sure oh would be struggle. Struggle God. bus. Come on over anytime. Honestly, we'll make struggle bus. Oh my God. <laughs> I love it. Oh man. I need, think I need to get one this summer. Yeah. You got to nice. do it. You need to order it now to get it for probably June at this point. You're right. Yeah, they sell like crazy, right? You're so right. They're do you have so like the well, do you have like I'm the big over. fancy one or do you just like because they have different sizes, eh? Yeah, we got that. It's called Oni Coda 16, so it's bigger. But it, this is the one with pro, we just set the propane up with it and good to go. It takes like oh half God. an hour to heat up and then like like a minute and a half to cook. Like it's incredible. So, what's your favorite pizza topping yeah what's that what, what's your favorite pizza topping oh oh god so we do like a tomato sauce we do green olives mushrooms artichokes uh, Mediterranean style for me that's so good mediterranean style do you put put a little oh no you can't do dairy either but i mean if you're going gluten you're gonna go dairy put yeah, a no, feta on cheese. there <laughs> yeah oh yeah whatever yeah. there's no like no limit like, at this point. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that's amazing um Alyssa, where can people find you if they want to if they're in the area and they want to place donuts or they want to just kind of do a little bit of more recon on you where can they find you on social or online yeah so social is a huge thing for us our instagram darling donuts hamilton or we have a website which we take orders through now darlingdonuts.ca so I would encourage people to check out the site, look at all the, the menu and the prices and all the options, and then email us from there. So we usually take orders a few days to like a week, weeks in advance to guarantee a spot. And then we do pickups in Binbrook on weekends. So 
something we're looking at doing in the future is like more deliveries, deliveries to like GTA, maybe to Toronto. To like, Burlington? Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Burlington. Are you in Burlington? Oh my yes. gosh. I work in Burlington. Girl. Oh, do you? Anytime. Yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah. bring your uni, bring your uni and a donut tower and I'll meet you at the parking Done. lot at your work. Perfect. <laughs> Done. No problem. <laughs> That's amazing. Now we know where all the catering is coming from um, for your next pool party. Yes. Yeah. We'll just, there you go. I can't wait. Set it up. That's incredible. Um, (laughs) Alyssa, thank you so much for coming on. We need this, like, we're going to stay in touch. Of course, we're going to blast you all over social media. um, Try and get your name out there a little bit more. And yeah, we just love to support. Thank you for coming on. Thank you so much. Thanks for reaching out to me. This has been awesome. You guys are so cool. Like both with street parking. Pardon? Are you both with street parking? I am. Yeah. Michelle yeah. is. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. Robin is like a CrossFit coach. She's like, oh, no way. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of where like, uh, kind of where my coaching background is from. Um, I, I was coaching CrossFit in, in Toronto, downtown Toronto for five, six years. Um, and then I just recently moved to Kingston, um, with my partner and we just kind of parked ourselves in a house here with the dog and the cat. And we wanted to, we basically ran away from the city, um, Mm -hmm. when everything shut down and yeah, just been doing, um, the nutrition coaching from here. Oh, that's awesome. So not on street parking yet, but one day. Mm -hmm. Well, Robin's actually good at CrossFit and I just like it. (laughs) (laughs) yeah I feel like like I don't have a proper I have a barbell with like weights up to 65 pounds so I'm not doing any heavy lifts like that's fine well (laughs) that's fine you're having a baby you're you're okay yeah you're doing okay you're doing okay yeah yeah you know what it's nice to I will say like because everything's pretty everything's open here so it's been nice Mm -hmm. to get back into like the the gym and Um, I haven't been doing a lot of CrossFit, honestly, like, um, I took a big step back from doing like, you know, classic CrossFit training four to six times a week. And now I'm just doing like, basically like just lifting three times a week, like just really Mm -hmm. basic lifts, like going through a squat and bench program Mm -hmm. right now. Um, but what's really nice about it is that it's like transferred over really well into Metcons anyways. So like, you know, doing the open workouts been great. I'll hop into class every once in a while. And it's just been really nice to kind of feel stronger in the workouts. Um, so yeah, like it's been, it's been good. That's interesting. I've always wondered, um, because you said you, you still have conditioning from the lifts. So I always thought like, oh God, if I like, well, I'm not doing the lifts now. So am I getting less? stronger than when I was at the gym but um yeah I feel like I've seen we have there's programs with just lifting and I'm intrigued but part of me is like oh I love the Metcon part of like mm-hmm. style and- no I find that I mean it, I mean of course it's a it's a little different for everybody but I find that um you know you lose a little bit of your engine right you can't go for like as you can't go as hard for as long like you know the mm-hmm. 25 minute workouts you know they're pretty crushing but Mm -hmm. what I will say is like if you dedicate some time to building strength and you do a dedicated strength program obviously that strength is going to really benefit you for um like any lighter barbell cycling 
right? Like mm-hmm. your endurance, your strength endurance is just going to be, you're going to be able to hang on for a lot longer. Um, that lactic acid, lactic acid doesn't like hit you quite as soon I find. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and like, you know, when you're doing a strength program, a heavy set of five to eight back squats, you're going to be breathing heavy after that. <laughs> like, yeah. That is really hard or doing like, you know, um, in my program, they throw in a lot of like, you know, like Bulgarian split squats and like single leg deadlifts at like higher reps and like some like 10 to 12 rep kind of like heavy stuff. And I'm like, <gasps> like dying by the end of it. <laughs> so I feel like that's all you really need to keep up your your, your conditioning. And then when you decide to do like, you know, go back into doing wads and classic CrossFit, it comes back so fast. So mm-hmm. I wouldn't like, there's never a bad time to focus on strength. I would say. Mm-hmm. That's good to know. Cool. Awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Let's wrap this up. This has been awesome. Um, <laughs> anything else, Michelle, anything else you want to ask, uh, Melissa? Um, when are you free to hang out? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Uh, uh, tomorrow. Yeah. No, like Friday. So uh come Michelle on just now. shows up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, just thank you so much. Thanks for coming on um on our podcast. It was amazing to meet you. Great story. I expect we'll be seeing and hearing lots about Darling Donuts in the future. And and just thank you very much. Awesome. Thank you both for having me. This has been so much fun. Of course. Thank you guys for listening to our podcast with Alyssa. If you guys are listening to this on Spotify or iTunes, make sure you guys are subscribing to our channel for all future interviews and FGB shorts. Have an awesome day.